Nation with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, get now tuned into the hottest hour on radio. This is Nonstop Radio. But now I really embrace the pro You know what I mean? I feel like I've become a professional, you know? So that's what I'm trying to do Yeah, peace, pro Check it out It's hard to believe that now I wear my heart on my sleeve Used to wear a sleeve over my heart That was my starting point Guarded, shielded 
concealing how I'm feeling. Thinking of keeping it hard, man. Not being revealing. But I really never felt hard inside my heart. I love people. I never want to tear them apart. But some kids are mean, even before they turn teens. Made me want to stick to myself and stick to my team. A small circle was never really one for the fanfare. Till I made my first fan. Now I understand real clear. I feel the pain of others sincere and vividly. So I don't have to live it to know and show them some empathy. So now I empty these more blocks repeatedly. You feel the sense of pride when they say my rhymes repeating me. The way they're treating me, I feel like a pro. Y'all show me love on the rag. Thanks for letting me know, yo. Now everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. See me at a show, they're like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flow, like, yo, that's pro. Now everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. Yeah, see me at a show, they're like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flows, like, yo, that's pro. Yeah. They say sales and streams make them see successful But I put bars over numbers like repeating decimals Some be so stressful, down deep they rest So I just try to keep it peace before it seeps in my temple So I freak the beats when I speak, peaking the decibels Would never set up an average, I'd rather reach incredible Levels inevitable, y'all should peep my schedule You'll find me eating vegetables at several Greek festivals My dear partying, not like the rest of you Didn't get this lyrical by doing what the rest would do I never rested, dude, son, I got my lessons too College professor call me mister cause respect is due I got a question dude If you could only spit one verse Would you rhyme about yourself or uplift the earth? Would you lie about your wealth, gross and total worth Before you lie about yourself, face full of dirt I think you done some dirt, you done when you was a kid You wish you wouldn't have done, but you didn't, it's done dead Son, kid, I ain't trying to act a holy father But if you think you nasty as Nas, I'll son you old dog Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro See me at a show, they're like, yo, that's pro Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro Moment about the flow, like, yo, that's pro and Everywhere I go, they're like, yo, that's a pro See me at a show they like, yo, that's pro. Everywhere I go, they like, yo, that's a pro. Moment about the flow, like, yo, that's pro. You're now tuned in to the hottest hip hop and R&B show this side of net, ladies and gentlemen. This is the nonstop radio show. Nonstop hip hop, the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. <laughs>
want to be heard on the non-stop radio show send us your submissions in mp3 format at let's network musically 212 at gmail.com this is non-stop radio need to boost your career looking for a radio booking agent or publicist how about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire? Look no further. Globally, we got a writer and journalist, MJ Savino, representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects. Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C-O-N-N-E-X. Serious inquiries only. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Brand new from Lakanda Davies. This is called Fill It. Shout out to all the ladies out there. This is the non-stop radio show. Yeah.
top hip hop, the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. Peace to everybody in Philly. Up next, we got King Merlino and Good Donnie. Keep it locked. When you're in and out of the trenches, you're bound to get dirty. Your senses compound by 30. The word they prefer me, just listen. It's not the engine, but the size of the piston. I never follow no man. I rather palm hot sand. No lie. Present saints pass, bold sinners. DA died, still trying to break the cold sinners. It's like a stove in us. A shot of Jack, I'm up a cold winner. Springfield, yeah, still on the road with us. It's different though, light at the end of the tunnel. Got a different glow. Plus glare those old folks' prayers They put in fear in the ears of a curious child Take a boy in the hood and raise a furious style Dodge a green mile in the penile Rather grow old and see now Don't used to be locked, I got the key now Laps around the sun, my soul housed by my flesh Just know I did opportunities, another regret The way you go, but yet please don't come on my steps Was kept inside, though I lay down a rhino Should have an Iron Man size hole, yep All in the chest, to the death, I'm a rep 309 OCS, what you expect for your man When you ain't doing everything that you can To make sure you feed your fan Don't know the meaning of the word can And the struggle made me a soldier So I am who I am You can to make sure you feed your fan Don't know the meaning of the word can And the struggle made me a soldier So I am who I am And yo, a man ain't a man unless he handle his biz Hold the fam down but stand for his kids He make it way regardless You sit on your ass and spend every day starving Don't let another man get in the way of your target No coulda, woulda, shoulda Do what you got to make it No opportunities are handed if it's not, can take it Idle time or rot your brain if your mind is vacant Mind says your mind wasted only mean the crime raising My mama was smart like that Protect our women in this living that the hearts like that Take shots at them while she's walk right back By any means necessary Live by the mantra Any threat you bury, damn that Disrespect this smell, I span that This where you put the gun effect, damn that Cause I'm a man that stands ten toes Forever good like fresh tempos A coast kinfolk, all good smoke Nigga acts about me These are facts about me Living with Philly, I ain't willy Get no acting out me We all know nobody perfect Ironically, Wallow had to go to prison Just to figure what this worth is I prove you a man When you ain't doing everything that you can To make sure you feed your fan Don't know the meaning of the word can And the struggle made me a soldier So I am who I am How you prove you a man When you ain't doing everything that you can To make sure you feed your fan Don't know the meaning of the word can And the struggle made me a soldier So I am who I am Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I'm your boy, I know you're And I'd like to say thank you to each and every one of you for taking the time out to tune in here and rock out with me. We have our special guest here on the line. So please, ladies and gentlemen, calling all the way from L.A. Help me welcome to the show, Amel Rose. Amel, how's everything? How are you? Hi, Emilio. <laughs> um, everything's good over here. That's so, good. I feel like I'm working on stop, so... Hey, well, you on the right platform Be for grateful it. that. <laughs> no doubt. So, Amel, want to say thank you and welcome to the show and everything. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to, you know, call in and rock out with us here. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to be here. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. So, you know, before, uh, for starters, to get started and everything, how about we start with you telling the audience a little bit about yourself? Ooh, what a loaded question or loaded, uh, how the hell, how do I start? Um, 
So I grew up in a small town from, I'm from Texas. So I don't know if anyone's from Texas that is listening, but yeehaw, here I am. (laughs) Um, I grew up up on a a horse farm in a really small town in Texas. And I kind of did the whole horse thing for a long time. And then I, I started modeling when I was, about 13. Um, and I traveled the world internationally for that. And then, but I sang my whole life. So that was really interesting. I sang my whole life. I was in the choir. I, um, did a bunch of talent shows every Friday night at this little Mexican restaurant. We would do karaoke. (laughs) I'd get those standing ovations, you know, (laughs) and, um, (laughs) but as time went on, uh, I started traveling for modeling and I was like, 17 when I graduated high school and then I um, kind of fell out of music or fell out of singing for a while and then um, I was in Paris uh, 2018 and I think I was like 19 or 20 at the time and I was like you know I wasn't happy with what I was doing and my manager at the time was like you know I've heard you sing in the shower because at the point at that time I was like really shy again with my voice. And, um, so I, I really stopped singing in front of people like all together. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, I heard you sing in the shower, so I'm going to need you to, to explore this opportunity. And, um, so she just told me to start writing and start practicing again. Mm-hmm. And, um, so ever since then I, I started writing for other people and then eventually I, was like, you know what, I want to, you know, do this on my own. And I, um, I started, you know, writing for myself and working with producers and that kind of got me to where I am today Mm. over the last like four years, I'd say. Okay. So let me ask you, why would you be shy of your voice? You have such an incredible voice. Why would you be shy of it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, I like, to be honest, I, kind of grew up a shy kid. Okay. Um, and I have to work really hard. I mean, I'm shy now, but mm-hmm. like I, I'm a performer, I think naturally mm-hmm. at heart. So I think I just have to like bite the bullet a lot of the times and like make myself like really become the performer or like allow it to come out because it's in me. And I just like, I don't know if that makes sense, <laughs> but, uh-huh. um, I just like, yeah, I don't know if it had something to do with like my childhood or whatever, but yeah, I just kind of grew up pretty shy, but I worked, started working on it, um, over the last couple of years and just growing, growing more into myself and believing in myself and my sound and also like kind of remembering where I got my voice from, Mm -hmm. which is from my grandmother. And, um, so I kind of like started coming into that over the last couple of years Mm -hmm. and I'm not so much shy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, that's good because I, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit shy too from time to time, especially when I'm meeting new people. Cause you know, people look at me sometimes, they get a little intimidated cause I don't smile much. And I'm like, yo, I want to come up and be friendly to people, but it's like, I don't want to scare nobody away from me either. So I understand. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have a, I sometimes have a resting bitch face, they say. <laughs> no, not you. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, 
I'm just kidding. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> hey, but I'm pretty sure, you know, you get a lot of people that like to approach you. So, like, when you, you know, get out and about and people recognize you, like, how does that experience make you feel, you know, especially coming from a background of once being shy? Um, Honestly, it, it feels like it feels so good and it makes what I do so worth it because like for example I was at the Grammys last weekend mm-hmm. and I was walking around in my gown and I had this like beautiful blue gown on and I looked like Cinderella to be yeah. honest not gonna lie <laughs> and uh, I felt like Cinderella that's for sure and um, I had maybe like 30 little girls come up to me and you know want to take photos of me and and I mean everyone was taking photos and videoing me the entire time but it was like these little girls that kept coming up to me and asking to take photos and just a bunch asking me a bunch of questions and saying that I look like Cinderella and like seeing them light up just by one talking to me and like I don't know maybe I inspired them or something but they that those moments make it really worth it to mm-hmm. have people like appreciate me as a not a, just an artist but as a person and um, hopefully that inspires people and I, I definitely got inspired by meeting my idols whenever I was younger mm-hmm. and um, so yeah I think that that's what makes it all worth it at the end of the day is like inspire, inspiring not only young people but just like people in general nice. and yeah that's, <laughs> that's pretty dope keeps me going yeah yeah that's pretty dope you know not only to you know be at the grammys but to have been invited to the Grammys. so like what was your how, how did you feel when you opened the mail and you seen that invitation telling you to come out to the grammys well originally um so i i mean to be honest it technically wasn't like invited by the recording academy but mm-hmm. i one of my producers that i worked on from my first album i put out in 2020 um, he is on the board and whenever we first met, actually, I had a Grammy on my phone, like as my screensaver. Mm-hmm. And I think that really like took him aback. And, um, he was like, that's, you know, interesting and inspiring to see, I guess. And I'm going to get you there one day. Mm-hmm. And so two years later, uh, he's won multiple Grammys and he's, you know, again on the board. So he was like, okay, so here's his opportunity. Everyone's coming back together again. Um, I'd love for you to come. And so I went with him and it was really cool just to go and like see everything happen and, um, kind of get a, a foreshadowing of mm. hopefully my, my future <laughs> like going and being nominated. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to well, say the same thing. Years. Yeah. You know, I was just about to say the same thing. You walking around with the Grammy as a screensaver and to be invited to the Grammys. So I guess the next is going to be you appearing at the Grammys as a nominee an eventual Grammy winner. So we're going to put that out there right now and all that good stuff. Yes. Let's manifest that right now. Let's put that energy out there. Absolutely. How would you feel though, like to just know, like if you was going up there on that stage to accept the Grammy, just you know, being there to soak in that experience and then putting yourself in the shoes of the recipients of an award, how would that make you feel? Oh, I definitely would be bawling my eyes out. I mean, I think I I've definitely gone over my my acceptance speech like <laughs> in my head a million times. Um 
uh, when I'm, whenever I have like, I have karaoke nights sometimes at my house and my friends, my girlfriend's an actress and mm-hmm. you know, we, we mess around when we're like having a few drinks and we're like always preaching our, our acceptance speech to each other. It's so funny. <laughs> um, her, the Oscars, me, the Grammys. Um, but I think it'd be, I don't even know how that would feel to be honest. I know that I would be in tears and, I would definitely be thanking my angels and my grandmother. She passed away a couple of years ago and, mm. and my dad last year. So it was, I definitely would be thanking them because they, they have a huge part also myself, but getting mm. me there, you know, eventually. <laughs> yeah. No, well, you know, first of all, I want to say, you know, my condolences to you, you know, and your losses and your family and everything. And, you know, with that being, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I said, it's okay. You know, yeah. people we're here on this earth for only a short time. You know, we yeah. got to live while we can. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Always, especially now in these times, it's always good to cherish, you know, the moments always good. But, you know, with that being definitely. said, also, you know, with this single you got, man, I definitely can see you on your way to the Grammys within the next few years. So let's talk about it. Hey mama, your brand new single. What was the inspiration behind this? Song? Yeah. Um, it's actually kind of funny because it doesn't have a a big, deep, uh, story behind it as far as the initial, um, inspiration for it. But Mm -hmm. I was playing with my dog. I have a little, uh, miniature dachshund Mm -hmm. and her name's Bella, but I don't ever really call her by her name. I call her like whatever comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And one of the days I was playing with her and I said hey mama you know like my little mama you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then just in that instant i had a melody that popped in my head and it was like hey and then i um yeah so then i was like hey mama hey mama and then that's that's all i had and so i was like okay that's thing and then so i i went to my studio i have a studio here in my house and i uh started looking through the beats and because I don't compose music, I just I write melody and lyric, and um, I leave that up for the other talented people in the world. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was going through my catalog of beats, and I found the one I wanted to use, and I sat down and I just laid down the melody, and then I sat there and free wrote for maybe like five minutes, and then the song was pretty much written in like fifteen minutes. That's to crazy. be honest. <laughs> wow! Like, quick. yeah, it, 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 it's it's great how you know spontaneous creation and um, inspiration can hit you to help you create a record just that fast. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, so obviously the song isn't about my dog, but mm. <laughs> I started writing, or as I sat down, I was like checking in with myself and seeing how I felt and this and that. And I think I was feeling like pretty powerful that day. Mm -hmm. I have no idea why, but I was, I was feeling pretty powerful. So I also, um, I I mean, I guess I needed it at the time, but I I wanted to write from a perspective of me actually being in the spotlight and kind of like manifesting my future. And um, so I just kind of like, I guess, casted a spell in my lyrics mm. and uh <laughs> that's what hey mama came from 
Hey, like, you know, people fail to realize a lot of success comes from, you know, first manifesting this. So if you manifest it in your music, your success is going to be evident that it's going to happen eventually, you know? So I, I agree with that. Definitely. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's all where it starts is in our thoughts and then they become things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not everybody believes that, but I definitely do. Now and, that, oh, um, yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm very grateful. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. God. No, no, it's okay. I'm just saying like that. I'm grateful to have, you know, be able to write in that kind of order. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. So I was going to ask you, and and it's crazy because, you know, I've never done this before. So I wanted to ask you, since I heard you just a minute ago, give us a little example of your singing voice, if you don't mind. If you would like to. If not, don't don't worry about it. We're going to play your song anyway. I just want to hear your raw singing voice. Um. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Um, Give my attention, everybody knows my name. Just to mention you get in the right place. Oh, I love it. There ain't no other. Oh, I love it. Got it from my mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for that one. Nice singing voice and everything. See, and I wouldn't be shy about a voice like that. You have a really nice singing voice, for real, for real. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, absolutely welcome. So, I see that you are a spontaneous artist. You like to just write, you know, wherever you are. You carry your pen in the per, you know, in your purse and everything, and you walk around ready to record into your phone the moment you know creativity strikes you. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Where has some of your uh, what has been some of your best moments when you just walk and just caught like a spontaneous moment? Like what has, what would you say was your best song in that moment? Um so when I wrote Hey Mama, that was pretty that was pretty exciting for me because I've been writing over the last couple months. Um not every single day, but I've, I've been trying, but you know, sometimes it just doesn't come out. But mm-hmm. when I wrote Hey Mama, it was just a really exciting feeling that I had. I was like, okay, this is the single. Like, I just knew because I have, I guess, been working on an album or an EP. I'm not exactly sure how long of a story I want to tell or whatever, but mm-hmm. that was, I know that it was really exciting to write that particular song, but um, I released a song called The Ones back in a couple months ago and I didn't really do any like promo on it or whatever, but it's out everywhere. But, um, it's a really inspiring song too. It's kind of about light versus dark and uh, love versus hate or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, um, I remember walking to the gas station Mm -hmm. near my house and all of a sudden this lyric popped in my head. I'm going to save the day. And if you want love, then come my way. And it was just so random. It was so crazy. And then that stuck in my head from the gas station to the walk back to my house. And then I got in the studio and I, I started writing that song. And again, that song flow, flowed so easily. But I think that was a really interesting moment. And I think I realized, okay, I am a writer before anything. Like, I know I've been singing my whole life, and but I, I think the writing aspect of creating a song, it, mm-hmm. 
it's just the most mesmerizing thing to me and the most exciting thing for me Mm -hmm. because when you know you've written a good line or a lyric that's like inspiring to you and it lights you up then I think other people will receive it well um well some some people will Mm -hmm. and uh I think that's the most exciting and joyful thing about being an artist is not only just the singing and performance aspect but like the writing behind it and that just like lights me up inside. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree because I used to, you know, aspire pretty much to be an artist first before, you know, wanting to be an on-air personality. And I remember just those moments, mm-hmm. like just, you know, sitting down and just stretching your imagination creatively with the things that you can just come up with in writing. And like that was always one of the funnest things to me is I actually just sit down and articulate thoughts as creatively as I can think of onto a piece of paper and then, you know, go and recite them over a beat you know yeah and the cool thing is is like we can never force these things either they we have to allow these moments to come to us um because those are the those are the best songs you know mm-hmm. or those are the best melodies that that flow and feel the best i think and when we try to force it it just doesn't ever happen or doesn't feel as organic Mm -hmm. and so yeah i like to keep moving around again that's why i have like a pen in my purse all the time or like i'm always writing in my phone notes or recording in my voice recorder Mm -hmm. um just because like yeah i mean you never know when these moments are gonna happen but when they do they feel so good, <laughs> feel yeah. so good. <laughs> you sound just like me i remember i used to walk around i'll be at work and i'll go grab a napkin and write all everything that came to mind just write it down right in the middle of work exactly <laughs> i've definitely been there before too <laughs> oh yeah definitely. Crazy. it's always fun though when you do that yeah. when you just catch something spontaneous like that and just write it down because it's like oh you be so enthusiastic about you know completing it when you get home or you try to write it right then and there in the moment it's, it's always fun when you get that kind of I know. you know <laughs> yeah exactly you're like can i take a break i need to be back in like 15 minutes thank you <laughs> <laughs> absolutely there's been times i've been at work and written whole songs right in the moment because it's like yo it's just when you when it catches you it's like you just got to get it out because you don't want to you know forget the words that are coming to you right at that moment exactly and i i think like um when we're writing or whatever these ideas that we have that come to us like just randomly uh they they come to us because i feel like we're the right person that's going to be able to portray this message to others or even Mm -hmm. to ourselves or you know whoever is going to need to hear it Mm -hmm. um but they do float away you know if we don't grab those ideas at that moment most of the time they'll go to someone else. I think ideas are like this energy that floats around. And, you know, whenever it comes to you, you're the person that's supposed to spread this message. And then, but if you don't take the opportunity, they're just going to go to someone else. And that's just the way it is, you know? And so I try to grab those moments when I can. (laughs) (laughs) I wholeheartedly agree with you because I have somebody told me that one time before as well. They was like, well, if you getting a whole lot of ideas popping up in your head, you need to write them down in the moment because if you wait too long, you'll forget them and then they'll go along to somebody else and somebody else will get the same idea and then you'll be mad because you didn't take the action when you had the opportunity. Yeah, I know. I've definitely been there. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, why did I like... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, you know, especially like, because like me, I have an active brain at night. So it's like, I be wanting to go to sleep, but then I have so many ideas pop up. Then I'm like, let me go to sleep and see if I can remember them. Then I wake up in the morning and I totally forgot. I know, I know. I have a I have a journal that I keep next to my bed, and I'll wake up in the middle of the night if I have. Because I will have. I'm sure you've experienced this too. But like when you have a dream, and it's most of the time it's just the lyrics that you say, like you're speaking to someone or you're performing in front of a crowd or something. You're doing something, and, and it's the lyrics though. And you're like, okay, I gotta wake up. I gotta wake up and write this down. Mm-hmm. And so I literally have a journal by my bed just for that reason i have to wake up and write it down it's like in the dark i have a pen and i'm like trying to scribble it on this page and i wake up and i'm like what the hell is this gibberish here but anyway <laughs> you make it out right and um but yeah that's like another crazy thing that happens to us artists <laughs> oh yeah i wish i had a dollar for every moment i had a um a, a time like that where you know i waking up from something that i thought about in my sleep and had to write it down because, you know, it's crazy yeah. when you get hit with those ideas and stuff in your sleep. You got to get up and write them down, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so let me ask you, like, as far as, you you know, your career and everything, you know, we see that you're on your way as far as an artist. But I recall you mentioning earlier, you know, you like to write as well. So do you ever see yourself, you know, becoming, you know, an individual that will find yourself wanting to write more for other people? Or do you want to do a little bit of both? still, you know, pursue your career as an artist, but also write for other artists? Um, I think I definitely would love to write for other people. I think that's a gift that is, that's an incredible gift, you know, and um, I definitely would love to write for other people. So far, I've only written for, you know, DJs and and whatnot, but I would definitely love to write for other artists. And, you know, one day, whenever I'm, seasoned i guess you could say and i'm like a lady gaga or something like that (laughs) not that she's seasoned but she's been in the industry and beyonce too like Mm -hmm. they've been in the industry for so long and now you know they have and again they still write for other artists i know lady gaga does but um i would i think i would eventually love to you know create a or have like a protege of myself you know not of myself like as them have them be their own artists, of course, but mm-hmm. definitely like help guide them in a direction or whatever direction they want to go. But I don't know. That's kind of like, I digress. I went off topic, but um, <laughs> I think I would definitely would love to write for other people. And um, yeah, I definitely would love to. You know, and people that are listening right now, a lot of people may not think there's a lot of, you know, potential and opportunities in writing for other people. But it's a lot because there's a lot of the mainstream artists that people know and love today have started their career writing for other people. Exactly. I mean, I definitely would love that opportunity. Um, I typically write by myself. So, I mean, I've written with other people in a room. I've had writing sessions and whatnot, but I feel it's more personal Mm -hmm. whenever I am writing myself. So I think if it was like in a writing session with other artists or other writers, I think I definitely would enjoy it more because we're bouncing ideas off of other people Mm -hmm. and then creating this one big story Um, for this other person. Like, I think that would be really cool. But if I'm writing alone, um, I think it, no, I don't 
don't think I could, I don't think it becomes too personal. I think I definitely could do it if I'm writing alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do you, do you prefer to, you know, write alone most of the time? Like, what is your process like when you write alone? Yes, I think the easy answer would be yes. I do like to write alone. Um, I haven't written with other people in a while just because I feel like I've been cooped up in my studio just really focusing on like creating this big catalog for hopefully this year releasing mm-hmm. music. But in the past, I've when I was writing with other people, I definitely, it definitely is this different energy and that's brought into the room. And I definitely appreciate that. And I, I have this one writer that I've written with multiple times and her name's Sophia Mojo. And she's an incredible writer. She's written for like, I think Noah Cyrus and a lot of like bigger artists and upcoming artists as well. And, um, she really brings out a lot in me whenever we're in a session together. And um, that is like an incredible opportunity to learn as well as like feel inspiration from that. And uh, so, yeah, I love writing with other people. Uh, I just haven't in a while. <laughs> understandable. But you wrote with Sophia Mojo. I just want to say, wow, that's what's up. Tell her if you get a chance to tell her, Emilio Wagbar says, thank you. Cause one of my favorite songs from her is a uh, real one that she's on with, uh, Rakaya Crawford. And it was produced by, I think DJ Gully. It's called a real one. We just played it recently on the show and everything. And she's incredible herself as not only a writer, but also as a vocalist. Oh, I know. I have so many songs that I've written with her that are just, they're not, I don't think I'll, they'll ever see the light of day, but mm-hmm. just because they're, it's not the direction that I'm going right now. But um, yeah, she's an incredible writer and artist in general. And um, I'm very grateful that she's actually one of the first writers that I got in a room with and wrote with. So mm-hmm. I'm very grateful to have had that opportunity and um, have had worked with her. She's just so talented. <laughs> absolutely she is absolutely so like um with that being said like down the line can we expect like any projects from you like i see you know you flirting with the idea of an eight to nine you know song ep that may be on the way like is that something that's going to be definite or is that something that you're just gonna you know you're going to tease the idea until you decide whether or not you're going to drop it um I mean, there's nothing set in stone at this moment, but I definitely would love to release some some project this year. Uh, I was in a lift yesterday, and I the driver was um, Armenian, but he had he's an artist, like a, a painter, and he had lived in Paris, and I lived in Paris, and so we like had this big conversation. But he was really inspiring to talk to, and I was like in that moment of the conversation, I was like, you know what? I want to go back to Paris and record mm. an album, you know, or record something, you know? So I, uh, I think some project is definitely coming in the future. And, um, but maybe I'll be in Paris when I write it or something oh, or wow. just continue writing it. Or maybe I want to like travel and, and just like, I don't know. That's just like a thought that's been in my head the last two days. But, mm. um, yeah, I definitely, definitely a project is coming at some point hopefully in the summer ideally but we'll see we never know (laughs) 
Hey, well, if it's been in your mind for the last two days, that's an indication you should do it. <laughs> peer pressure, peer I pressure. <laughs> now I'm just joking with you. <laughs> I know. I might just book a, book a ticket and fly out tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? But that's that would be an incredible experience to, you know, see you actually, you know, share that experience with that with us as, you know, listeners and audience members and, you know, fans of yours. So, like, would that be something you would consider? Like, you know, actually, like, you know, blogging your experience from, you know, France, you know, recording a project? Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I've tried to start a YouTube channel for the longest time. I just, I'm not very good at social media, mm. but I try to capture the moments of when I'm in my studio, I mostly am recording from my phone the okay. whole time. I'm like, cause these moments are really precious. You know, when you fight, write a line and it's like, yes, oh my God, like you get butterflies in your stomach. Um, I definitely think I would like to start vlogging or capturing my life as it starts to unfold more and more, especially if I'm in Paris or in France or something, I'd love to get that on camera and mm. share that with everyone. France, I heard, is a very, you know, beautiful country. Like, I haven't had the opportunity as of yet to travel out of the country, but I could see myself, you know, wanting to travel to a place like Paris and get the opportunity to experience that lifestyle because I heard it's pretty, you know, magnificent, especially for the first timers that, you know, go over there and experience it. I heard it's a pretty, you know, breathtaking experience, to say the least. It is definitely breathtaking. I think people have this, not people, but some, some people, like whenever I was going there for the first time, people were like, oh, the people are um, rude or I don't know, whatever. They have not this negative like idea of you know their experience or whatever, but I went there and I had the most incredible time. The people were so nice to me. Mm. The food was amazing. The architecture was incredible the culture in general was just breathtaking and i i love paris or i love france and if i had the opportunity to go back soon i definitely would take it mm. <laughs> no doubt so like what would you say would be like your ultimate dream scenario for you as an artist like it could be a performance it could be just you know an experience within your career like what would you say would be the defining moment for you other than the grammy um, I think performing at Wembley Stadium, mm. that, that would be a dream come true. Just, and honestly, yeah, I mean, just performing at Wembley Stadium, just because like so many incredible artists have performed there. One of my biggest inspirations is Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. and just as a vocalist and a writer and, um, I mean, him, him and Queen in general, but I would love to perform there just to kind of feel that energy from the other artists that have performed there. And I think that would be like a groundbreaking moment for me as an artist and kind of like realizing, okay, I've made it, you know, or, or something like that. I don't know. But just also, I think connecting with more, more and more people every day is, what really inspires me as an artist and allows me to keep going because I feel like if I'm not reaching anybody, then 
maybe I'm not doing something right, or maybe I'm not spreading the right message or something. But I think, yeah, the people, the people are what make it worth it. And my fans are what make it worth it. And just getting to meet them in real life is, is the most incredible thing I could ask for. Mm. So I would like to do performances, like even small intimate performances and like, have a meet and greet or something or just hang out with it. You know, right. I just want to like hang out with my, get to know them. Mm. That's, that's that the- would be really cool. Yeah, that's an experience I know fans would appreciate, you know, and speaking from a a fan's perspective, like, and that's what, you know, most of them want. Like, they just want to be able to relate to their favorite artists. They want to be able to react and interact with their favorite artists and just, you know, basically just have that experience, you know, connecting with them, you know? For sure. I uh, I have this, um, it was a couple of years, it was two years ago, I was had this performance in July of 2020. I think it was like my only performance. It was my last performance actually. Mm-hmm. And it was a small one because it was a pre-recorded uh, show for, I think some online, online platform or something, but it mm-hmm. just never got published. But um, my stylist at the time, he had, I guess, posted on his Instagram that he was going to go to my show or getting ready or something. And, uh, someone had contacted him and asked if they could come. And so they surprised me at the show and he came up to me and was like, I have someone that really wants to meet you and this and that. And I was like, they're like a really big fan of yours. They're kind of nervous to, you know, to say hello. So can you come over here and introduce yourself? I said, of course, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I walked over there and I remember it was just, incredible sweetheart and he they were so nervous to meet to meet me it was almost like he was hi- they were hiding behind um his name's troy he's he, my he's a designer and so he was hiding behind troy and it was like this very surreal moment i was like oh my god i i just want to like hug you and like tell you that you're incredible you know just i don't know those <laughs> moments are and always the best yeah, it may make me a little shy sometimes. Whenever someone's shy to meet me, I'm like, "Oh, stop it! Like, get over here! I want to like give you a big hug." <laughs> I've had one of those experiences myself. I can just imagine how it feels, you know, just seeing somebody react in that manner towards you when they get a chance to meet you for the first time. Yeah, I think I was crying after I met him. It was after the show, and I. Because uh, everyone else was on my team or family or friends that was there to to watch and just to kind of like fill the area, um, and yeah, so it was like to have someone there that was like an actual fan was just really crazy for me. And I think I definitely was was crying in a corner somewhere after <laughs> that. Hey, but you know that's just the one thing I know. It feels great as an artist to be able to you know have an impact on somebody's life in a positive manner to such a degree as that, you know? Yeah. I think if we live in a a world that I feel like needs a little extra love, especially Mm -hmm. right now. And if I can be a part of that, then I feel like I have done my job. And, um, I think, yeah, that's the most important thing for me is to, to reach as, not as many people as I can, but just to reach people in general and, um, yeah, allow 
them to be inspired by whatever it is, not necessarily just me, but maybe it's something I say or like an outfit that I wore, which probably <laughs> will never be the case because I'm terrible at like styling myself. But yeah, I, I just want to allow people to, I want to show them that life is definitely worth living and like have them be inspired by anything, you know, life is what we make it, make of it for sure. Absolutely. That is so true. And I couldn't have put it better myself with that statement. Life is what you make it out there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Amel, we definitely enjoyed this conversation with you. We had a wonderful time, you know, having this talk with you here on this platform. And we truly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule coming up here. I really appreciate being here. Thank you so much, Emilio. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely welcome. <laughs> and thank you to all the listeners as well. <laughs> no problem. So before we get out of here, for anybody that would like to follow you, they would like to, you know, reach out to you, they would like to connect with you or even listen to your music, how could they make that possible? Um, so all of my social media is just C M L Rose, T H E A M E L R O S E. And my music is out and available everywhere, pretty much on every platform. So you just type in Amel Rose or Hey Mama, you know, mm-hmm. and they can find me. <laughs> I just started following you on IG. And let me tell you, that was a very nice dress you had on for the Grammys. I like that dress. It was nice. Thank you. Thank you. My <laughs> yeah. stylist, Katie Fun an incredible job. I love her so much. Yeah, she, she knew exactly what I for. Yeah. Yeah, she did an incredible job, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we thank you once again, Amel, for, you know, coming up here again. And before we let you go, we want to just remind everybody to keep it locked and stay tuned because coming up next, we're debuting Amel's brand new single called Hey Mama. So everybody out there, get ready to turn your speakers up and keep it locked. It's your boy Emilio Wackball. We'll catch you back right after this. Yeah. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Get mad attention, everybody knows my name. Just to mention you get in the right place. Oh, I love it. There ain't no other. Oh, I love it. Got you from my mother. Couldn't just be me, so reach the fame. Light and darkness companion and yang. Oh, I love it. I'm just like summer. Oh, I love it. Not undercover. Oh, how can I do it like that? Some will be mad that's a fact. My life was so sad in the past, but my magic made me work fast. But I keep running. Everyone put you below. Priority. 
Radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. And that is our show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We want to say thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in to the Non-Stop Radio Show. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Mid-Morning Rush Show on KKSJ, J Radio. It's your boy Emilio Wackball. Y'all all be safe, you heard? Want to be heard on the Non-Stop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Nine Stop Radio.